This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Josh and the Homebrew Hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt, at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that might not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program Series 2. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm Boar. I'm Nikki. This is Lavelle. And I'm Luke. And we're really excited to be back. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you because we did the first Call of Cthulhu series as a total one-off. It was a fan-requested role-playing episode. And ever since it came out in October 2015, it has been like our most listened to thing ever. And we love doing it. So we're doing it again. And if everything goes according to plan, we'll be doing it for a long time to come. We'll do it again and again and again. Provided none of us goes insane. (laughs) This is episode zero. This is the part where we hang out outside of character, talk about what we're about to do, our thoughts on what we're about to do, and sort of give you a little behind-the-scenes content. And then in episode one, we're going to dive right into the audio drama slash actual tabletop role-playing. Let's just assume that you know Luke and I from the prior series, but uh, these faces, who are all from around Nerdy Show, might be unknown to you or voices more like so let's start with josh hey i'm josh laforge i play myself in ghostbusters resurrection uh the podcast we do here on nerdy show also an rpg audio drama yes rpg audio drama as well as rpg from scratch it's about uh creating your own tabletop rpg i am boar you may know me from the most hilarious and greatest podcast of all times derpy show that was actually not me saying that. That was uh, critically heralded in various media outlets. It may or may not be difficult to verify, so don't hit Google. Just trust me. But also, I am one of the hosts on Nerdy Show, which is our flagship podcast of about all things nerdy. Hey, I'm Nikki. I am a co-host for Nerdy Show. I'm Lavelle, and uh, you might recognize me from such hit microsodes as uh, Memetics. <laughs> also, I think there was one about holiday movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've been on a lot of episodes right. of Nerdy Show. <laughs> Last time when we did this, we had mostly a different cast. Almost everybody died. Brandon brought 
some spicy tortilla chips. So in that grand tradition, Luke brought some donuts from Donut King, and John, you made some jerky. I why, did. Sh- why don't you tell us about this lethal jerky you've got here? Well, the jerky, let's see, it was marinated in some soy sauce, as you do, uh, some onion powder, garlic. From Loveless Cafe, there's some blackberry uh, barbecue sauce. For those of you not familiar with Loveless Cafe, that's where we got our crap ton of bacon from the uh, from the bacon thing we did with the proto men. Uh, yeah, nerdyshow.com slash bacon for uh, us hanging out with the proto men and making food sculptures out of bacon. Super duper cool. Oh, and uh, and also, uh, you know, has a little bit of my secret ingredient, which I'll share with you. It's called The Source, and it's uh, five million scovels. I'm not familiar with with how the the numerology I, of Scovels works. It's Kabbalah. That's uh, actually weapons grade. To, Tabasco Tabasco is forty thousand. I yeah. think is that, if that's correct. When I'm when I make my weapons grade pasta, I use three fifty seven Mad Dog, and that's three hundred fifty seven thousand Scoville. Right. So that's five. And I, I I use one. I, I have I make a giant pot of pasta, and I put a dime sized drop of it in it, and it, it spices is, the whole thing. So yeah. so that that is the reason why I had like one bite of that, and I was like, this is going to be inappropriate to eat during right. a podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. yeah. You know, because thinking, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, thinking back to it, it might've been a little extreme, but uh, I wanted it to be, you extremely know, extremely good. Yeah. I wanted it to make you hear voices and have tentacles come out of your body. It is <laughs> heavenly. Thank you. Brown tentacles. Fourth brown, coming. brown tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> to make oh, me bake a hot icicle. Of the poop. If anybody's interested. <laughs> Turticles. Scoville fact. About three million is uh, the the level of uh, Scoville in pepper spray. So, like, so don't rub it in your eyes. Yeah. So if you say five million, that's literally weapons grade. Yeah, I think it's five million. I'll have to fact check that, but uh, I know I know it's I know it's more than three. But again, don't so. Google that. <laughs> in fact, don't buy it. You know, I had a long-standing thing. I don't know if it matters with uh, Commander from the Proto Men, where I would bring him jerky, and he kept going, eh, "It's okay, it's okay, it's okay." And then finally, I got tired of it, and I just put like you know a crap ton of the source in there. And uh, he he finally started sweating, so I felt pretty good about myself. I melted a robot. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the years since our first series, things have changed a bit. There's a new edition of Call of Cthulhu, seventh edition. And Luke, what is different about this? Well, uh, by and large, things are pretty similar. They changed the way the stats work. Like stats in Cthulhu before used to look a lot like D and D stats, and now they're just straight up percentages. So it's a little more uh, consistent across the board because you got the skills and the stats; they're all percent. So that's one of the big things. A little so, minor thing, like if you're an absolute idiot, you actually get saved from some of the horrors of the oh, mythos in this God. one. Oh, you can't. Which is you, like, do you, you mean the character? Grasp or the form of its attack. Like I, I kind of missed it actually. The first time I was reading around the n- new book, if you lose five sanity in a hit, that's like the big thing. Where like that's where you start flipping out. And in this, you make an intelligence roll. If you fail it, then you don't really appreciate how bad it is, and you're fine. I mean, you're shaken. You lose permanent sanity, but. You know, that's one of the concerns. And then, and then, so your character's just like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like you're the tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, so if you, if you make that, that intelligence roll, then you ha- suffer some kind of psychotic break and I take over your character temporarily. Oh. Ooh. Oh, you guys didn't know about that. Mm-mm. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, what are you going to do with my character while you, while you have it uh, control over it? Is that, is that only if we're stupid or is that? In terms or of not w- whether or not that happens, yeah, yeah. basically it's you, you make an intelligence roll when you lose five sanity. If you make it, you have some kind of psychotic break, and then something happens. And then you wake up in the rose bushes naked or something like that. Hot. A lot of weather we're having. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like when the waiter says, enjoy your meal, and you say, you too. Yeah. <laughs> he had the break. He broke. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good flight. Oh, you too. <laughs> oh, wait, you're a stewardess. It still works. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Flight attendant. Jesus, guys. I'm so... No, that's the 20s. It's Both okay. of these I'm things happen to me She's so much everyone. more often than I would like to admit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, luck is kind of a spendable thing. Like uh, for people from Ghostbusters, they'll remember the brownie points. It's kind of like that where you can spend them. If you spend your luck points to boost a skill temporarily for that one roll, then you permanently lower your luck though. So your luck can run out. Now there's a kind of additional feature called uh, pushing where you can push your roll. So if you try to do something and you fail it, it's not necessarily over there. Even if you don't want to spend your luck, you can still push that roll and kind of inject a little extra risk to it. So if you're trying to convince this mild-mannered accountant to uh, give you the papers that you need, you can intimidate him. And if he's not quite scared of you, then you can get the gun out and wave it in his face. Get the gun. And, and if you fail that one, then something bad's going to happen. Like, whoops, you just shot this accountant in the face. <laughs> the pushed rolls are just kind of a second chance to do something if you're willing to take the risk. They kind of revamped the character creation. Now you've got some, some background stuff. So more of who you are, what you care about in the world to kind of ground you better and give you a better idea of what you are going to lose when you inevitably die or go insane. Yeah, a thing about Cthulhu that's relatively unique to the system is an inevitability of your character's mortality. And that's one of the reasons why the way we're doing the show is always a different series because we never know who's going to survive. We never know what's going to happen. So these will like all real life. <laughs> all these uh, seasons will basically exist in the same world, but will they have the same characters? That depends on who makes it out and how they make it out. Now, if you're curious with following along in the RPG aspects of the show, easily done. I mean, all of our roles and reactions are going to be in the series, but also you can check out our character sheets on CthulhuMystery.com. We'll have full indexes of all that there. And if you enjoy the show, well, since we're going to try to keep putting it out and we have an original score and a lot of production work, then we're going to need your help. Go to patreon.com slash nerdy show and join us there. Subscribe and you'll get a ton of bonus content, probably bonus content from this very series. And there's definitely a bunch from the last series. It's the best way to make sure we can continue to do this. Not just the best way. It's kind of the only way. There's a couple other tertiary options, which I will tell you about right now. For example, if you shop on Amazon or if you want to buy Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition on Amazon, just go to nerdyshow.com Amazon and follow it through our links. Anything you buy there through those links will give back to our network. And uh, you can bookmark those and just do it all the time. You can also give us a one-time donation. Or if you want to do something that's totally free, you can rate and review us on iTunes or Podchaser. So before we go... Let's introduce our characters. I play Estelle Thorpe, a uh, dilettante who uh, grew up in Arkham but has spent many years abroad and recently returned home. I'm a bit of an eccentric with great interest in all things metaphysical and paranormal. The Thorpe family's well known around these parts. Daddy died just after World War I and I haven't really been back for any duration since. I have an appearance of 90 if... Uh, that says anything. Sort of re-socializing myself to the old stomping grounds. Hi, I'm Josh, and I'm playing Moses Reuben Cubbenfield. Mr. Cubbenfield, if you please. A mountain man, formerly of Georgia. Now live in the Dakotas, saw some war. Didn't have a great time of it. Came back, wanted to return to nature. I've been writing. Got a publisher. It's been putting my writings to the test. and Send me a check. And that's how I make my stay. 
I'm gonna play a southern gentleman named Kenneth Roger. He's a he's a gambling man and roasted chicken enthusiast. <laughs> he's got a whole lot of luck and a whole lot of game, if you know what I'm saying. Hi, I'm Nikki, and I'm gonna be playing Cherry Featherbottom. I'm a flapper. I like to consider myself a classy lady. All right, though. All right. I don't know how much else to say. <laughs> Bring in the class. Yeah. This is uh, this is Laval, and uh, and I'm playing Oswald Sinclair, who is the uh, the hobo king, and uh, I ride the rails. If you ever need a favor, you just ask old Oswald Sinclair. Yeah, he'll help you, old sport. Fascinating. Well, <laughs> on that note, we will see you on the other side in episode one of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program series two, the terrible secret of Lot X. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.